Hey, welcome to the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. It is Labor Day, September 4th, 2017. I'm Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy, author of Trade Show Success, 14 Proven Steps to Take Your Trade Show Marketing to the Next Level. Also a blogger at TradeShowGuyBlog.com, owner of Trade Show Guy Exhibits, which is a trade show uh, project management exhibit company here in Oregon. Yes, it is Labor Day. Let's look at Labor Day for a bit. Uh, it's always the first Monday in September. It was a concept that was first introduced as a state bill in New York legislature, but it took Oregon to become the first state to pass a law by making the day Labor Day. That happened in 1887. Do the math. That's uh, 130 years ago. Uh, during that same time, four other states, New York, Colorado, Massachusetts, and New Jersey, passed similar laws, which created the Labor Day movement. By 1894, 23 states had adopted the holiday in favor of workers. And on June 28th of that year, Congress uh, passed a law making the first Monday in September a legal holiday in the District of Columbia and the territories. The first Labor Day was celebrated September 1882 in New York City in accordance with uh, plans of the Central Labor Union. And they did it again a year later. It was to set an example of a working man's holiday in the uh, you know, the idea spread uh, with the growth of labor organizations. Now, the union movement actually goes back quite a ways in American history. Uh, it began in 1768 when New York journeymen went on strike to protest a wage reduction. The formation of the Federal Society of Journeymen Cordwainers, which would be shoemakers in Philadelphia in 1784, was really the beginning of sustained trade union organization. Uh, of course, labor unions have had their ups and downs over the years and are currently at a pretty low point. Uh, just 10.6% of wage and salary workers were members of a union in 2016, which was down a half a percent from the previous year. In 1983, the first year in which comparable union data was available, the union membership rate was 20%, just slightly higher. Uh, public sector workers have a union membership rate of 34.4%, which is more than five times the rate of private sector workers. So odds are that you do not belong to a union, but the union brought you a lot of things along the way. Uh, I belonged to a union once in my life, uh, mid-80s, excuse me, yeah, the mid-80s when I worked at a union radio station as a part-timer. Other than that, I have no personal history with unions, but hey, I'm always labored. I've always labored. <laughs> uh, so I'll take a laborer's holiday even if I'm still working. I will be working today slightly, some here and there, uh, but no guests today. Uh, although my plan now is to have a guest pretty much every single Monday on Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. If it works out, in fact, I'm planning to record several at a time, so they'll come out uh, once a week, Monday morning, right around 9 o'clock. Uh, today, I'm interested in chatting about some good business practices that evolve around trade show marketing, or if you prefer to call them best business practices. Uh, first, if you're going trade show marketing and you're going to do it, know why you are doing it. Best practices. Ask that question, Why? Why are you going to exhibit at a specific show? What are your objectives? What do you want when you walk off the trade show floor at the end of the show? Is it to build a brand? Is it to generate a ton of leads? Is it to make sales? No matter what you're doing there, you need to know why specifically you're there. That'll drive everything else you put in place. Uh, once you have your why, and you know it's a good one, work on the how and the what. How will you make that happen? What is your plan? Other best practices include working on pre-show marketing. Uh, do your best to set up appointments at the show weeks ahead of time. 
Uh, don't depend on getting messages, uh, getting meetings rather from passers-by, at least not enough to make the show worth your while. Know that some folks that are likely to attend the show that you love to meet, uh, but isn't practical because they're free uh, three straights away. So make an appointment and confirm it just before the show. So do your best to make as many appointments ahead of time and confirm them so you know they're coming or they got a good chance of coming. Uh, okay, take people to staff the booth that understand what a trade show is. Uh, and that it is an entirely different environment than a typical sales call or store or office visits. Having the right people at a trade show will indeed pay off big dividends. Often that means training people to know exactly what to do when they're at the trade show, how to interact with people, how to make it as short but productive as possible, how to uh, engage them later, what the follow-up is. Have an exhibit that accurately reflects your band, pe uh, brand. People are walking by. They're going to look at an exhibit, and if there's something there that just is not in jive with who you are, that image will be communicated to them. So you have to communicate a very specific image to them. In fact, uh, people remember how they felt upon first seeing your booth because that first impression will stick. Does your exhibit project a strong image, or are there lots of elements that are at odds with each other? Uh, finally, measure your results and activity. One of the best practices. In fact, the more metrics you have, the more you'll learn and the better your adjustments will be in the future. Uh, whether it's booth visitors, leads generated, return on investment, cost of exhibiting, cost of travel, uh, travel, and so on and so forth. The more information you have, the more you'll understand whether it's a good move for you to go to certain shows or where you might have to cut corners or where it makes sense to put in a few more dollars. So we'll look at best practices in trade show marketing. So we want to finish off the show with one good thing. What's the one good thing? I think this week, actually, it's Twitter. <laughs> I want to call Twitter my one good thing of the week. You know, I've come to spend more and more time on Twitter than uh, pretty much any other social media platform. It used to be Facebook. For a while, it was Google+. Uh, and I'm still on both of those. But Twitter, it's the one I go to first. Uh, not only reading it, but sending out tweets both in real time and scheduled in advance. You can do that through Hootsuite. That works. I know that uh, Twitter has its challenges and challengers, but uh, for breaking news and commentary, it's probably the best place. I know journalists love it. Our president loves it. Promoters do, too. Uh, sometimes it's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. But uh, Twitter is dynamic and always, always, always very, very active. So I'm going to call Twitter this week's one good thing. So it's a short trade show guy, Monday morning coffee. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out and joining me. And I hope you have a great Labor Day. And if you're watching this on Labor Day and it's like days later, hope you had a good three day weekend. Uh, and I'll see you with a guest next Monday morning on trade show guy, Monday morning coffee.